Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 38 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Daraj Dolachahi, and my two pilots tonight on this crazy-ass adventure, Mr. Carlos Buarguello and Mr. Les Crunch Crunch is more. Gonzalez is in the house. <laughs> We're getting really good at this. Yeah, that was smooth. Yeah. I kinda wanna, I kinda it only took us 38 mind. episodes. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. Well, I've had to learn fast because I've only been here for about, what, seven? The long stretch. I think it's been more than that. Isn't <laughs> yeah, I th- oh, is it? you counting them now, huh? Is that what you're doing? I don't know. Is that you're counting I really them? don't know. What are you trying to say? You're supposed to be with us from the beginning, huh? No, is that what, what you're I'm saying? trying to say is that I can't believe I'm still he here. Didn't th- <laughs> he didn't think we'd get off the landing or the launch pad. That's right. No, I thought you guys were going to. I'm just surprised no one's DM'd you guys and be like, dude, tell Les to leave. No, no. Well, well, they, well, we've, well we've we haven't really told yeah, you Yeah, we haven't those. told you oh, thank you for sheltering me, yeah. gentlemen. I love it. Yeah. So, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for checking us out like you guys always do every week. We really, really appreciate it. If you mm-hmm. haven't listened before, we appreciate it. Are you fucking... Is that me? Wow. Don't I said, is that me? I you know why? Said. You know why? Let me tell you why. This we is a new phone. Oh, don't give me deal. that shit. It's, it's a new phone. Stuff. It's a new phone. And I said, we need to silence our shits. And you said, yeah, we got to do uh, that. I thought I did. I just don't know how to use this new Shut Galaxy up. S8. <laughs> and, it was, and it was the uh, Rogue yeah. One Army... DM group that is chatting uh, away. A big shout out to so them too. It was yeah. destined to happen. Everybody's mm-hmm. saying it was actually up. Aaron Boyd sent the message. All right, Aaron. All right, let's get into dive into some shenanigans here, guys. If you want to catch us on Facebook, we have a new Facebook page, and Andrew Medina has killed it and done a really good job with it. it has mm-hmm. our episodes on there, links on there, all kinds of cool posts. It's at symbol at the Sithless Podcast, I believe. God, I always forget if it's at the Sith List or at the Sith List Podcast. I believe it's at the Sith List Podcast, so check that out. And then we have an email, the Sith List at gmail.com. We have an Instagram, the Sith List. We have a hotline, 707-65-GEEK1. That's 707-654-3351. And we have merchandise at Public. Just look up the Sith List, and you can look for some shirts. And thank you for out there, people that are buying shirts. Mm-hmm. Emily bought a cool shirt, which oh, was very, very, good. very nice of you, Emily. Thank you very yes. much. Really appreciate it. And we repped our shirts at Coachella, by the way. Yeah, that was a cool picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were all, and we had people coming up to us and saying, what the fuck is that? You nerds, get out of here. 
And I said, fuck you. And then you'd flick the business. They card didn't out. really do that. No, did they, they didn't do that. Oh, no, it's, oh, no, Coachella's very welcoming. Jesus very welcoming. Lord. Everybody's high. Everybody is rolling and they're high. Yes, mm. you are correct. They, they just wanted to touch your t shirt. They did. They did. The furries. Let's talk a little bit about the box office. Let's dive in there. Huh? Jump right Ready? in. Let's to do the it. box. From boxofficemojo.com. We have a brand new number. No, we don't. No, we don't. Come on. It's Fast and the Furries again. <laughs> Fateful. Fatefully, unfaithfully bringing in $19 Unfaithful million. Dollars. Furries, that'd be funny. Yeah. They brought in $19 million. It passed Still. $1 billion worldwide. Ouch. I know. You know not, before, movies weren't able to do that or it was a rare thing. Now, yeah. in like the past like three or four years, there's been like five. You know why? That's because distribution nuts. worldwide is getting bigger, bigger, especially in China. But all of the, all, all of a sudden, it seems. Yeah, I think they. I think the studios have put more emphasis on uh, expanding, ma- right. uh, helping them build movie theaters, helping the oh, yeah, that's okay. right. To, to, to bring three D and, and like yeah, just to bring the yeah. experience yeah. to. And I think it's, it's working. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah working. it's working. Making them money. Wow, that's yeah. Well, that's so really cool. They they hit a billion. Latin Lover was number two at twelve million. It's my nickname. Worldwide? Ha! <laughs> 12 million That's worldwide. Funny. No. Yeah. <laughs> and let's see. And third one, Baha Bully, which is an Indian film. I don't know if it's a, uh, what do you call that? The, the Bollywood? The Bolly- oh, Bollywood yeah. film? I don't know. I don't know. But, but for it to take third over. For it to make 10 million in the U.S. Yeah, in the U.S. Domestically. Select theaters as a, a distribution and release. Yeah. Very, very good. Very cool. And also, coming in number four, The Circle. Oh, wait a minute. The Circle. Tom Hanks and Emma Watson only make $9 million. John Boyega. And John Boyega. John Boyega. That's right. Yeah, I made mean, $9 million. And we saw it. And that was a nationwide distribution. Oh, yeah. Nationwide release, right? is on your side. That's a plug. Yeah, we're not getting paid for that one. <laughs> uh, we saw it was nationwide release, and oh. it was a lot of hype. Uh, we're going to talk good. about that right now. Yeah. You ready for this boot? Um, you want to go first? Uh, no, 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 please. Oh, you want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, because you, you, you harpoon the movie pretty well, so I want you to okay. stab this thing All to right. death, and then I'll just kick it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spoil it for everybody because I do not want anybody to go see this Don't film. Don't see it. Don't not Okay, so I'm going to purposely spoil this film. Go see Fate of the Furious instead. Yeah, that's <laughs> how bad this thing is. Go see Fate <laughs> of the Furious instead. You have Tom Hanks, you have Emma Watson, you have John Boyega. You have a story that was a best-selling novel. Spo- oh, it's a book. It's a book. I'd much rather read the fucking book, and I do not read. It was a book. Great story idea just was not made well. No. It was really, really bad. Tom Hanks is good in it. Mm-hmm. He's not in it that much. But they keep pushing him as he's gonna, it's his first bad guy role. And he was never bad no. at all, not once in the film. He's he, he, uh, I think they pushed too much that he's uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah, that's exactly who it was supposed to be. Yeah, but 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 too much. He wasn't his own character. All I saw was him trying to portray Steve Jobs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. John Boyega, they really missed out on him. They gave him some nerdy kind of voice, right? Didn't he sound weird? A little bit. He, he sounded a little like, bit. Hey, I don't too, know what uh, to do. Um, whiny and really meek mm-hmm. kind of which is which was odd and emma watson was good at some points and then some points her facial expressions just didn't work i don't know it was disjointed yeah it was it didn't work at all there were scenes in the movie where i was looking around me going did that really happen we never really find out what the company does bad no 
I mean, they set this thing up like this company is so bad and it's going to do it's doing so many bad things. They sell children. And at the end, you really still don't know what the fuck the company did wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's my take. Go ahead, Boo. Yeah, no, uh, you're completely right. With this movie, it you know everybody saw the trailer. A lot of people were excited for it. I was too because it's a really interesting concept. And the movie the movie shows off what the future is going to be as far as total connectivity and your entire world being enveloped by the internet and everything being known by the internet. It shows that there's no peace of mind anymore besides what's in your own head. And it's a very cool concept. Totally missed the mark. It had no real low points. It, it, it felt like a really, it, it felt like a flatline movie where it's just dead from start. No, no, no real ups or downs. No, no like shocking moments. There's one where like somebody dies, but they just kind of blow over it, and then the movie's yeah. over. That right. fucking sucked. That was really weird. Yeah, and and uh, Emma Watson doesn't seem that that crushed by it. Yeah, the, uh, Tom Hanks does a good job. He's not a bad guy. No, uh, not never, at all. Ever not at guy. all. I thought the other guy was worse. Um, I forgot his name. He's a comedian. Yeah, little dude. Yeah, the little dude. I thought he was worse because he, he he looked like the one who was going to be the weasel. Or the or the evil guy. It kind of was, but it was. But, but you never see anything. No. You know, I, I just get the sense of weasel, but you, you never actually see any weaselness. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you were waiting for like Polly Shore weaselness. Link and I are cruising the mountain, bro. And we figure we's a little juice. No, we think the juice. Weasel the juice. No, 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 Weezing the juice. <laughs> the Weezel. That's what you're waiting for. Yeah. Pat, Pat and Oswald is who you're talking about. Pat and Oswald. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, Normally like the guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Like you said, you never see them doing anything bad. They just seem like a normal company that's out to make money. And they, it's kind of, if, if you want to see it, watch it like a documentary. Don't take it for a movie. This is like a documentary for the future. Because some of the shit in there is kind of scary to think about with how much your world is going to be um, known. Everything is seen. Everything is watched. Well, well that's what I'm saying, Boo. They had a really good concept. Yeah, I, I was really pumped for it, and they fucked it up. Shit the bed with it. They did, yeah, yeah. So don't wow. see it. Okay. And if you do see it, do not pay for it at all. And if you're going to watch it, look at it as like a look-into-the-future documentary. That's yes. it. We had two people in the theater get up and leave halfway through the movie. Yeah. And, and, and I know they left. And yeah. I, yeah, I know they left because they thought it was shitty because they were bitching about it. The whole all, way all down the, way the down, stairs. The yeah. stairs and the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, awesome. So, yeah. 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 Don't, don't, go, don't go see it. Last. No, I'm glad don't I didn't spend my money yeah. and I didn't go see yeah. it. So there is your circle review. Yeah. Circle jerking it. Yeah, oh, man. Circle those jerks. Oh, God. So there was your circle review. Now we have a bunch of this episode is going to have a bunch of random schmeals because oh, there's all kinds wait. of news. Yes, we have a director. Looks like very possible oh. for World War Z two. Oh, that's right. Okay. Z squared. I, I thought that was Z already squared. In produ- no, no, no. I just made that up. algebra. Yeah, algebra. <laughs> algebra. You want to hear who it is? I thought that was already in production. No, no, sir. It was. It, they were about to green. They greenlit it, yeah. and it just got shelved. Wait, oh, so, so because a direct, director World left. Z two. Yes, because they greenlit it, and it, and something happened. Probably Brad Pitt's drama and his and his family. I, I, I don't didn't know. even think he was supposed to be in it. Yeah, I think he's going to be in it, especially oh. with this person that's directing it. Let's hear. Variety it. is reporting that the new chairman and CEO Jim Gilalipus, I'm fucking that one up, having Butcher. taken his place at the studio, the wheels are in motion to make David Fincher Ooh. World War Z two happen. 
Oh, shit. Yes, David fucking Fincher. Back in February, it was reported that the project was ready to go, and then Paramount was just dragging its heels. Oh, that's what I heard. Yes, that's what you heard. But the new report says that filming could begin in the first quarter of next year. David Fincher's arguably this generation's best directors. You might know some of his work. Fight Club, Panic Room, Zodiac, Social Network, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and Gone Girl. Yes. Pretty good resume, Mr. Fincher. Very, very very good. good. And if you look at his IMDb, by the way, which I did... A lot of videos for Madonna, for like mm. Lady Gaga, Depeche Mode. So he started off in that kind of realm, and he's taken himself to different levels. Oh, that's a full spectrum. Are they going to do the actual novel was? That I, I don't know. I didn't read anything about that. They didn't report anything about that. But if David Fincher's doing it and if Brad Pitt's in it, it's going to be fucking great. Yeah, I'm sold. Hmm. You, you give me zombies, zombies. and yeah, Fincher. Yeah, you give me zombies, I'm in. Right. So there, there's your World War Z news. Yeah, it's That'd going to be, be good. Great. Yeah. We also have some cool Jurassic World news. Mm. Most of you guys probably heard this, but we haven't talked about it yet, and I'm very excited because I wanted this ever since I saw Jurassic World. Here's the first question. Do we call this Jurassic Park 5, or are we calling it, or 4, whatever it is, or no. are we calling it Jurassic World 2? Jurassic World 2, this is, this is like a brand new trilogy. So no, so, so this just kind of continues on. I, I I see I see them as separate movies That's or, or separate. Uh, and why entity. do you, why do you see them? Yeah, why as separate do you see that? Because what is it? We never actually get to see Jurassic Park in full swing. So 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 what, the way I see the first three is oh. is like a prequel kind of idea, just right. elongated into three, and then Jurassic World is Jurassic Park actually operating. But they ta- That's, but, so 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 I see it as like a long prequel, and now the the main shit is starting. That's okay, but I, if it's I a long it. prequel, then wouldn't you call it episode blank? Or that's why that's why it was Jurassic World and not Jurassic Park Four. That's that's the way I I, okay, I think. So of I understand. It. What yeah, you're, you're right. They would have they would have named it that. I yeah, guess. because the park Jurassic Park was a soft opening. If you think about it, yes, yes, yes yeah, it exactly. was. So it was like yeah. just the media mm-hmm. and the experts were there to review the place. Yes, right. I get that. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying didn't work you're hearkening on that story. You have actors that were in both. Yes. In this movie, hmm. So it should. Oh, okay. So and and they show you. Re- yeah. Remember, they show you relics in the old jeep, and they show you like artifacts of the old I, past. I, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but, that's, for but that's why it's a, that's homages. why it's a, uh, yeah, that's why I, but I, see I get it as a prequel. The, I get the concept that Carlos is saying is because now this is the park is operating. It's on a full scale. It's visualized as far as, Jurassic, yeah. as, far as the world goes. It's just like Disneyland. Right. Well, this this makes it even harder now because. Uh, Entertainment Weekly confirmed that Jeff Goldblum, mm. Dr. Ian Malcolm, Dr. Ian Malcolm, Ooh. who starred in the 1993 smash hit Jurassic Park and the 1997 sequel, which was complete dog shit. I thought it was all the right. Lost it was, was, it was all right. It was, better, it was better than the third one. The third one was fucking shit. I liked the third one better than the second one. What? Well, yeah, when you start having girls do gymnastics... And do the fucking the, the double the, flips what, in the fucking atrium. And the fact that you do not explain why she's black and he's white, and there's no explanation. Well, he adopted, just I adopted her. her. You, they never say. Oh, they don't need to say it. Do you really? Okay. I need an explanation. I do. Wow. I wow. do. Here we go. Okay. Dear white people, <laughs> you don't Stop need an explanation. In yeah, the, you, I did well, not you don't say that. What I said, I need an explanation of what the fuck is going on. Nah, Wow, you thought she? He just found her? No, no, no. Really think his I, sperm produced? I, no, I, no what I need to know is is, a, is the chick he's actually uh, the the one where they actually banged before? Uh, what's her name? Was she black? No, you just figure out that it's his kid. All right, great. How? And just a little bit, just a couple of lines Even of dialogue if, will make me happy. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, all right. 
That's why you didn't like the film, huh? No, no. It no, wasn't no. the fact that the fucking chick that does a fucking triple she, flip on a I buy that more. And yeah. kicks a fucking raptor out raptor the window. Out of raptor out of the window. Yeah, that the wasn't bubble. bad. Yeah. Didn't they get a back of pterodactyls and shit too in that one? No, no, no. There was no pterodactyl. That was the no. third one. That was the, the third oh, one no, was no, no, on no, the no, island. No. The third the, one went to the they island. They went to the atrium in the second one, didn't they? In the second one? They, yeah, they did. That's a big part of the book. I read the book. They opened the atrium, but in the third one is where they're in the atrium. Yeah. They're there in the atrium in the third one. Oh, okay. In the yeah, third yeah, one, that's... they have to rescue the boy from the island. So they get they get yes, Sam Neill's character, right, Sam Neill's character. to come back. That's right. I love Sam Neill. And I guarantee you Sam Neill will be back either in a, in the end credit teaser or, or for he, the third is one. Is he not going to be in this one? No. Sam Neill wasn't in the first one, what, Jurassic World, or no, he's not going to be in this one. They haven't said that he's going to be in this one. Dr. Alan Grant, that was his name. I love that. I yeah. love him. Yeah, yeah no, shit. he was great. He's a shit. That cynical bastard. He is very cynical. So, yeah, so Entertainment Weekly is saying uh, the actor starred as the cocky mathematician who was one of the first to lay eyes on the original Jurassic Park attraction. Who doesn't fucking know that? Mm-hmm. Having right. barely survived the events of the film, he served barely. as the main protagonist in Steven Spielberg's massive follow up. So, let's see where he's going to be at on this one. Hopefully, pretty so good. So, they, they kind of um, took turns. Right, it was Alan Grant was the in the first one. He was the main hero, Ian Malcolm. Yes. Then Grant again. Mm-hmm. Then you get ooh amazing combination of the all that with Mr. Chris Pratt. Yes, right. Mr. Chris Pratt. That's right. He's the shit. Yeah, he is. And we'll talk a little bit more about Mr. Chris Pratt a little bit later. But ooh. here's a cool thing. Another cool thing about Jurassic World too. There is going to be an underwater scene. It looks like. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The, yeah, it's going to be crazy. So the fifth entry in the cinematic series, some of the action will be heading underwater as there's news about a big submarine sequence that will take place, according to actor Kevin Lane, who scored a role in the movie. So Kevin Lane got a, I don't know what kind of part he got, but he was interviewed, and he this is what he said. I read for two parts and ended up getting the role of submarine pilot, which was a role I wanted as... It is quite an epic scene. So I should have a nice cinematic moment on screen in a massive studio film. Nice. So good for you, buddy. Yeah. Good for you. So Jurassic World, all coming together. Remember we talked last week so, that Chris Pratt said it was going to be dark? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they... Um, Means no light. So meaning uh, like he wanted to try to take it back to Jaws. They don't mean literally. Are they going to put like a gigantic... Megalodon in there. I hope so. Cause yeah, because well, that was in the other, dinosaurs are other one, right? Huge. No, that was a megalodon is a shark. Oh, you yeah. mean oh, like you mean the biggest, biggest shark in the world yeah. back in the dinosaur era? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, no. I think what you you're going to see other is one, the mosasaur. You're going to see that. You're going to well, you're going to see what was in Jurassic World. Yeah, that was the mosasaur which who was, saved the day. Yeah, yeah. So ate the T-Rex. The question is the other one. There's a submarine involved. That means that means you know what that means. No, no, no. If submarine involves, that means fucking Dom is going to show up. And, <laughs> and he's going right. to come in. And, uh, and he's going to ride. Gonna no, Hobbs is going to push a, a Hobbs, torpedo. No, Hobbs is going to ride a fucking T-Rex. Oh, and he could. him and Dom are going to jump up together while he's at Raptor T-Rex moment. And they're going to like fucking move the Fist submarine. Bump. And yeah, they're going to do something like that. I just did the synopsis for the next movie. That's it. <laughs> and it's going to rocket off to space. They're going to rocket off to space. Statesman and Pratt will be waiting for them. Yes. Well, and Pratt will be in his Guardians of the Galaxy gear. What do you guys? Uh, I was gonna. We we're gonna talk about more some more Fast and Furious right now. And I stopped myself. <laughs> That's we're good. We're not. We're done. Good. We're not doing Please, it. We're yeah. not doing it. Okay. So there's your Jurassic Park news. So here's a cool thing, guys. Richie, and you, Les, and I, and uh-huh. even maybe Boo, Uh-oh. are going to be ecstatic. Richie sent me a message mm. on Twitter. There mm-hmm. is going to be a He-Man movie. I have the power. He-Man. 
Oh, yeah. I posted it on Twitter. I was like, holy shit, it's actually happening. Yes. So, Richie, you asked for it, and you're getting it. There's going to be a Masters of of the Universe film. Comicbook.com reports, after years of development and speculation, the highly anticipated film reboot of Masters of the Universe appears to be moving forward. If Sony's newest slate of films is any indication, Sony Pictures has added the film to its most updated release calendar, which is a projected release date of December 18th, 2019. Maybe this is why Star Wars freaked out and they didn't want to put out their film in December. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was, um, yeah. He-Man okay. is awesome. Not that I don't know cool. if they'll be... No, uh, I'm, I'm fucking around. I'm I fucking around. So. The film will be directed by MCG. Uh, McG. You mean McG? Yeah, I call him MCG because we're homies. Oh, okay. Oh, cool like, cool that? like that. Yeah, yeah, we're cool like that. I'm a big McG fan. You know why? Because I used to watch a show called Chuck. That's and right. He was the, he remember was I, used the, to, yes. I used to tell you about Chuck? I love Chuck. That was a great show. Especially if you're a geek, it was very cool. He's known also for Charlie's Angels, This Means War, Terminator Salvation, and he's dabbed into television with uh, Supernatural, Chuck, Shadowhunters, and Lethal Weapon. That's his TV kind of shenanigan. Hmm. There you have it. What do you guys think about this He-Man? I know Richie's pumped. We wanted this, didn't we? We're going to get our fucking He-Man movie. <laughs> Fucking he, That's man. Yo, I, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try. Rich, you, you are a good guy. Yes, Rich. And yes, we hopefully will be rewarded. I, I hope I hope it's going to be, it's not going to be kind of like a bullshit version of this. I think, I hope they're going to go full bore and give it a big budget and see what they can do with it. I, I want them, though, what I want is them to do Game of Thrones kind of feel. Oh, To good have idea. that kind of a look of Game of Thrones. Good where yeah. We were kids, and obviously He-Man was an animated series, and the what? colors and all that stuff was ridiculous. It was animated? He-Man? I know. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you just, broke, you just broke my heart. You broke my heart. What is happening here? I'm just saying we don't need him to really walk around in a purple and pink. Moose knuckle? All that. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. But, I mean, to have that look you don't of need that. what we get on HBO... That, that I would be satisfied with that. That would be very cool. Yeah, I would be satisfied with that. would be very that. cool. I would love that. We didn't just have all that awesome stuff too. Why not? I mean, they who, could really do that. Who could be He Man? See, that's that's what I need to see before well, I get excited. The right. issue is you don't Charlie need to see Hunnam. the Moose Knuckle before you get excited. No, I, I need to see who's going to be rocking the Moose Knuckle. <laughs> rocking the Moose Knuckle. Well, Charlie Hunnam's already taken a kick as nah, King he's Arthur. Too small, he's bro. way too small. Do, you think, do we do we really need a massive He Man? Yes, yes, we need a, a massive fucking He Man. It's fucking He Man. Well, then you, there's hardly anyone out there. Well, then you're well, the, the guy that could do it is. Uh, oh, we need a White Rock, right? And where are you gonna really? I don't know where you're gonna find him, but there's there out John there. Cena. Too old. John Cena's too old. Too old. He's too short, too. John Cena. He's too old. John Cena's a pretty short, short guy. What was that dude that you should, used to press down his head? Ram Man? Yeah, he could be Ram Man. He's already <laughs> short yeah, enough. He could, he could be. He actually could be Ram Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, if Sith Head's out there, if you have... Fan casting. Fan cast the shit out of this. Let's do this. Who would be the great next He-Man? And Skeletor. Shit. Skeletor... You, it doesn't matter. Skeletor just, just has to be just a good CGI actor. him. Yeah, yeah Skeletor just has to be a good Andy Circus. Well, he still has to be Andy Circus. No, Andy Circus. Muscular Done. guy. Andy Circus. They all have to be muscular. Yeah, he's muscular all, too. But it's they could CGI the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's gonna be interesting. Hopefully, it's good. Hopefully, it's not like the Ninja Turtles. Not, the not, first one was good. The no, I'm not, no, I'm not saying good. the Ninja Turtles were bad. I'm saying that kind of fun genre. I want more like what Les is saying, kind of yes. like a Game of Thrones Some feel. Sword play. Yes, you love sword play. I do. 
Epic sword. You also like it in movies. That too. Ah. Epic sword. So there's your. Just don't cross the streams. Do not cross the streams. Nah, if you have to, you have to. It happens. So we are going to continue. <laughs> are we? Our random. Are, are we? we? Actually, we're done. Yeah, are we? Put in that outro music. <laughs> so let's talk a little Valerian. We have had Aaron Boyd hit me up, a great listener, great guy, great friend. Party with him in Orlando. Dude's amazing. Yes, Love that guy. He hit me up in Orlando. He's like, when are you going to talk about Valerian? And I said, you know what? We should talk What's about that? Valerian because oh. let me no, tell I'm you. Kidding. No, 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 no. That's what kidding. he said to him. He's like, What's I want to get your guys' take on this. <laughs> I know that George Lucas was inspired by some of the stuff from the novel, right? This is what I've heard. Yes. Now, the trailer looks pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It looks like an original story. Well, an original story from a novel, at least. <laughs> um, what do you guys think? Les, do you want to take this one? What do you think about this Valerian movie? Um, I, when I saw the trailer, I automatically thought, the Fifth Element, and the director of the Fifth Element is directing is this, Luke right? Besson, right? Yes, yeah, he does epic stuff. Um, he does. The thing is, is I thought Fifth Element, but I liked it. Had a Fifth Element Guardians kind of feel. That's the look. I'm all. I'm all about it. I want to see it. Um, from what I can tell, this is going to be fun. It's got. A, it's got just enough snark, just enough, basically a little bit of everything. But I really like that they found this. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's a novel, right? It's a, a, yes, it's a best-selling novel, very, okay. very, very influential novel. A very influential novel. There, this is this is going to be a better version of John Carter, because John Carter was part of a novel series written by the guy who wrote Tarzan, which they still can't even get Tarzan movies right. <laughs> I heard uh, the last one wasn't too shitty. It wasn't, but they're just except for Samuel Jackson in it. Oh, enough. <laughs> but yeah, this movie I uh, I think it'll come in. It's going to make some money. It's definitely going to steal steal its uh, definite spotlight for sure. So, I can't wait. It it will stick its nose in there and throw its hat in as as a pretty good big player as far as I hope so. sci-fi goes. I yeah. would love oh. more sci-fi. The good sci-fi the better. How about you, Boo? That's a bold statement, Les, cuz there's a the sci-fi is already uh, that that pool is already pretty full. Of, I think uh, fish. It will put, it's going to rub some elbows for sure. Oh, yeah, it's wow. definitely going to come okay. in there and rub elbows for sure. Yeah, it it looks rubbing, good. rubbing your weenuses. Weenuses, right. weenus rubbing. You want to touch my weenus? No, um, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, yeah, it does look good. I like the you know, like you guys said, it looks like Guardians of the Galaxy. I like the color scheme. It looks. Uh, I like the blend of. CGI and and uh, real people and uh, practical stuff that's on it. I don't know anything, so I kind of uh, I kind of like going in there blind. I'm with there. With, I'm kind of with there with you. There with you. I don't want to know too much yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, yeah. Neither do I. It and looks you can good. Tell we're bumbling over this, but we are we are excited. To yeah. Watch no. This. Yeah. It, it does look good. I am interested. I just hope it's entertaining. Yeah. Well, if you don't know, if you haven't heard of it yet, it's actually called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Mm-hmm. A dark force threatens Alpha, a vast metropolis and home to species from a thousand planets. Special operatives Valerian and Loreline must race into identify the moderating menace and safeguard not just Alpha, but the future of the universe. So we're going to play the trailer for you for Valerian. This mission is a simple in and out. Agent Valerian, you'll be running solo. I only work with my partner. Hi. We're a team. Let's go. You're running nearly 20 minutes late. Yeah, well, time flies when you're having fun.
Welcome to Alpha. The city of a thousand planets. Where for hundreds of years, every species has shared their knowledge and their intelligence with each other. It's paradise. Amazing. After centuries of peace and prosperity, an unknown force wants to destroy all we have created. Agents Valerian and Laureline, you have less than 10 hours to find the threat and eliminate it. Hard to get it to work. Universes after us. We need the two of you to be the guardians of our future. You sure you know what you're doing? Valerian, trust me. How much time left? Your destiny is in your hands. I taught him how to do that. Okay, so that was the trailer for Valerian. Wish you could see it. If you haven't seen it, definitely go see the trailer on YouTube. It's beautiful looking. And it has some... Well, it has some, directed... Well, it definitely looks Fifth Element, but it has some prequel in, to me. Like, when I'm watching it, it looks... Some of the underwater scenes was very Phantom Menace to me. Oh, yeah. and I, it, saw, I saw Jar Jar, too. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. How dare you? Misa oh, thinking we're you. fucked. Oh. Misa thinking. Fuck you, boo. <laughs> Why you got to bring me up? But, uh, <laughs> Luke Besson also directed Lucy. Yes. Which, the number one movie. Which was an answer to a question we threw out a few yeah. episodes back. Lucy was number one with, the, was female number one with the female lead. Yes. Yeah. So. And he also directed The Professional. Oh, what a great movie. Mic drop. Let's go. We're done. Wow. That was a good one. That. Good movie. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Valerian, very excited. Aaron Boyd, maybe we should go see it together so you can explain more. Because I think you've read the books and wow. you're very pumped about it. Is it a, a book series or? It's a great question. I'm just a podcast host. I don't know the answers to those questions. Aaron, let us know. Aaron, please. You know, I'm sure there's a ton of sci-fi novels out there that are really good. Mm-hmm. That yeah, they have I not imagine. brought to the movies and not a lot probably not a lot of people know about yeah let, let me tell you we have some talented authors in our dm chat you know who you are because oh, you put right. out some stuff out there yeah. recently which was pretty interesting i'm not gonna lie so we heard some of that stuff boo <laughs> uh at the party yeah. in orlando mm-hmm. the uh little fan fiction the erotic <laughs> fan fiction that, that we heard was, that was fucking hilarious it was fucking hilarious so uh, maybe they can make an erotic science fiction film that they, we can put out there, I'm sure. We'll we'll do a star horse. We'll do a starter fund of like a, you know, one of those. Would, would it would be like heavy metal. Oh, that was a good one. That was actually really was a great good. movie. All right, we're digressing. Yes. Let's talk some more schmeals. We this is full of schmeals, but this is really important because we have a title for the upcoming Unbreakable sequel. Oh yes, we and do. it's called Glass. We can now confirm that we definitely have a mashup sequel to Unbreakable and Split. The film will be called Glass. It will be out in a year and a half, and it will star James McAvoy, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, and Anna Taylor-Joy, which she was in Split. Yes. So so she's coming back. Excuse me. Yes, she is coming back. The announcement was made by M. Night himself. 
Mr. Shyamalan Ding Dong, <laughs> earlier this week in a series of tweets on his official page. The filmmaker has spent the last few months hinting that he is working on an Unbreakable Split crossover story. But today he made it actually official and he named all the characters. And this is fucking awesome. You know, Split made $274 million globally mm. and he only spent $9 million on it. Is that his biggest box office? No. Does, no, I think, Sense bigger? I think Six Cents made more money globally because of all the hubbub. Oh, hubbub. Hubbub. I mean, do you remember Hubbub Bubba? Hubba Bubba Max. Yo, you remember it. Nice. Do you remember Hubba Yeah. Yeah, the bubblegum? Yeah. Yeah. No, not the bubblegum. The dude that we met in prison. Uh, of course, the <laughs> fucking bubblegum. What the fuck? Jesus My name Bubba Bubba. <laughs> so what are you guys uh, you excited about this? We knew this was going to happen, but now it's official. Bruce Willis is on board. Sam Jackson's on board. I'm ecstatic about that. <laughs> what's what's and, Unbreakable? Uh, you've seen it. I'm break. fucking with you. Oh, okay, you've seen it. Do <laughs> Don't you do that. Dude, you're going to make people crash one day. They're listening. People run, you know, they, they do things. You know, their lives are lived as they listen to these podcasts. Somebody's going to make somebody's be cutting some, somebody's be cutting some carrots and then, then there, there goes a finger. Yeah. yeah my bad. If any injuries are caused, not my fault. Do not sue me. No. Mm, no suing. So, yeah, you guys excited? I guess, yeah, of course, as always. Yeah, we're, we're living in a really good time yes, right now. Are. Yes, these these things are just coming out, and only ahead. thing that worries me is no. when movies take this long to come out with a sequel. Yes, they usually don't do it well. But I'm looking at this as a split sequel more so than an Unbreakable sequel. Yeah, yeah you have yeah. to look at it that way. Yeah, they, and I think they're going to have to do that in order to. For people to connect it well. Yes. And I, I think, think he it, will. I think it helps, though, with the time also. I think this helps. He may be able to explain a few things. He may be able to explain... Oh, he will. He that will. Mr. Glass went to jail and obviously gets out or gets broken out. Something's going to... Yeah, we'll see. But He's going to have to ex- do a lot of explaining. I like that. Broken and I think, out? I like it. But, uh, you know... Uh, that's huge. This is not uh, the the movie studio's fault or anything like that. This is M. Night Shyamalan... Uh, M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong's fault. Yeah. Because he made a bunch of shitty movies, had to go into basic seclusion. He went to, not only did he go to seclusion, he made a movie that he didn't even put his name on. Yeah. He, he, so, yes. so, right? so if yes. there's any dangers, it's his fault. For, for doing that, making shitty movies, and well, then having He didn't to. put his name on Split. Wait. No, no. He did put it on Split. The no, movie he, he didn't put his name on. Actually, I heard got good reviews. It was about the Oh, old, The Visit. The yeah, Visit. The visit yes. He yeah. put it, but it was very... Mm-hmm. It, he didn't want to put mm-hmm. it out there that it was his. Yeah. And I heard it was pretty good. The, I saw it. I didn't see it in the theaters, but I saw it. Yeah. After you watch it and you figure out it's M. Night, it had all the classic tropes of an M. Night movie. But, yeah. It, it, it was really good. Actually, I'm getting <laughs> goose bumps right now. Oh, shit. Spe- yeah, go- yeah, yeah, gooseies. Because it was creepy. Oh, okay. it got, mm. Yeah, it got to a nice creepy. By the way, before I forget, there's a movie out there called Phoenix Rising? A Phoenix... Ah, oh, it's very Blair Witchy. Oh, and, yes. And it looks like a scary sci-fi film. Fuck that shit. And it looks really good. I've seen the, I've seen the Hopefully, preview for that. Yeah, but you don't want to see it. It's like a found footage. Yeah, it's found yeah, footage exactly. really good. about yeah. aliens in the desert. Yeah. And they go out to try to find... What happened, and it just looks really freaky and scary. Hope uh-uh. Phoenix Forgotten. Phoenix Forgotten. Thank you, Les. Thank you very much. Phoenix Forgotten. I'm going to forget that shit. It looks good. It looks good. Well, found footage, I really like those. Those are. I don't. I, well, they, I did. I did. I did. There you go. I did. There you go. That's that's Paranormal that's Activity yeah. broke the mold with that. It did. Yeah. And then when, when they made 17 out. of them, I'm done. Yeah. No, right. uh, was, I liked every single one of those. Did you? Yeah. 
Oh god. I mean, there was one that wasn't that great, but the, I mean, they, those things usually scare me because yeah. I'm going like, no, 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 and I'm covering my eyes, and then bam, I get scared. Yeah, the found footage stuff is actually pretty cool. Cloverfield was found footage. Cloverfield was no, no. Cloverfield was very yes. good. Yeah, Cloverfield was found footage. Okay, so well, there's your random schmeels. We had a lot of shit. By the way, before we stop the random schmeels, there's a show that I've been watching on Netflix, and it's called Dear White People, and it's been getting a lot of again hubbub. Good and bad. It's been getting a lot of press for being creative and funny and self. What do you call it? So when you just talk shit on yourself, self ridicule, self ridiculing yourself. Yeah. It. I've watched about five episodes. I absolutely love it. If you take it as what it is, pretty much a satire of life in an Ivy League school with African Americans being the main subject of the show. But they do hit up on all races and they make fun of everyone, including themselves. So I know a lot of people are talking shit that it's white bashing and all that stuff. Right. I absolutely disagree. It was a movie in 2014. The movie did well. Majority of the actors that were in the movie are now in the series. So check it out. Watch two or three. If you don't like it, then, you know, fuck off. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Don't I mean, fuck well, off. No, just if you don't like it, then don't watch it. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that's about Netflix. That's what you Netflix. get for everything. But that's, that's your thing for everything that's out there. Right. If you don't like what you see. Just, just don't, watch, don't it. watch it. Yeah, just don't watch just it. Don't watch it. You don't need to write a fucking hour-long posts or a fucking blog about how much you think that this is white right. bashing. Yeah, and people yeah. do it for everything. We talked about this for the Beauty and the Beast thing. Someone got angry over the oh, yeah, gay agenda. So just watch it. Watch. It's great writing. Like I said before, it does make fun of itself and it makes fun of pop culture. It makes fun of things that are in the news. So just, yeah, just watch it. Trigger warning. The following program is meant for both white and black audiences and every other color imaginable. Dear white people, I just want to say that I find your show offensive. Having a black vibrator does not count as an interracial relationship. And highly divisive. When you ask someone who looks ethnically different, what are you? The answer is usually a person about to slap the shit out of you. We need to come together at times like this. When are you going to wake up to your white privilege, man? Uh, I'm black. Sorry, brother. Thanks for calling. Miss White. Her rhetoric makes this campus look like a powder keg, a racial unrest, like a state school. How did we get here? Who hurt you? Well, 200 years... Slavery. Got it. Right. Sorry I asked. With me as your lifeline, we will have unprecedented access to the administration. We should vote for you because your father's the dean. Girls and I are going to the Midsummer's Night Dream Party. That thing where the girls wander around outside waiting for a senior to date rape them? For a senior to kiss them. You're confusing it with the taming of the shoe party. A bunch of white kids dressing up like us. In 2017, I can't believe something like this could happen. It's almost like you and I attend two separate schools. I have to unpack my best friend having a secret bay. Secret or white? We met in the comments section of that Medium article you wrote. Don't fall in love with your oppressor. That one got so many likes. You're not just a black man, you're a gay black man. I'm sorry. Gay? I'm sorry. Are you straight? Oddly specific. We're going to bring together every group on this campus and demand real justice. Guys, you know what this is? This is racism. Yeah, I thought President Obama fixed all that. I know. This is what happens when a country refuses to address its history with slavery. We need to do here what they did in Germany. What? I meant the educating kids about the nation's horrible past part, not the um, concentration camp part. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say.
By the way, Les, uh, speaking of dear white people, there's a scene in the film, in the show, right. that they break the fourth wall, okay. which they normally don't do. Deadpool style. Deadpool style. On, in the show, they normally don't do it. The, the show's pretty cool. It kind of breaks down each character, each episode, and shows you how they got to the Ivy League school and their first couple, you know, first couple which days. Which I'm sure is tough for anyone to get to in the first place. Yeah, and which is great. <laughs> it's not just the African American. They, they, every character. The, right. the, there's, there's the white guy that is in love with one of the characters. They show his situation. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, but there's there is a scene where they're talking. First, they're making fun of pretty much Tyler Perry movies, but they're not saying <laughs> Tyler Perry. The most stereotypical, right? They go to the most stereotypical. Oh, geez, Tyler Perry movies are yes, ridiculous. Right? And so but stupid. then they look at the camera, they look at you, and they start going off about Quentin Tarantino and Ooh. how he doesn't have the right to. They talk at him. Pretty much, they're talking at him. They're Damn. saying just because you put Jamie Foxx in a movie and you kill a bunch of white dudes doesn't give you yes. the fact that you can throw the N word around. Uh, and, yeah, and, and just because something about something about Samuel Jackson, and then they bash on the NAACP for giving any of giving him an Image Award, which is like a lifetime achievement award for the NAACP. So, a question I have for you, uh, being an African American, wow. <laughs> we're getting Painting political. We're getting a little corner. political in society yeah, again. Putting God. you in the corner here. Okay, I'm, does I'm it, literally in the corner. Does yeah. it upset you? <laughs> when, I know you're a fan of Tarantino. A big yes, fan. I of yes, I am. I am too. Was uh, probably my favorite director, other than Coppola. No, I get into this. Uh, go ahead and ask me your question. Does it bother you uh, the use of the N word being used so many times in his films? Not really. It doesn't bug me. But I've had many an argument with my family. Okay, I've had, my mother hates Tarantino movies. Oh, she hates him, and she hates him for that fact. When, okay. Speaking of Django, so myself, my brother, we loved it. We show my mom. My mom's like, I fucking hate this thing. Why would you? What? Why would you show her that? Well, because if she you know. still wants to see movies. My yeah. mom likes to watch movies, but but she's setting herself up for disaster. There. No, it wasn't really a setup for disaster. Kinda, I, felt, I felt that way with Prince of Persia. <laughs> I mean, no. So, well, and my mom's from Mississippi, so anything, and she knows the deal. She's not dumb. She grew up in Mississippi in the fifties, so ah. anything she's seen it all. She mm-hmm. has seen it all, so it's no big deal. No skin off her back. Uh, but she hated Samuel L. Jackson's role in that movie, which was uh, the Uncle Tom role. She was like, "I can't stand this. This is is that why? This is exactly what." we've had to deal with what, okay. you know and she brought that up and even over time if i've watched you know a tarantino movie or say i'm gonna see what she goes i hate that i hate it already uh right. the thing is is it's it's he's very polarizing in that fact he does make a lot of movies where black people are sometimes the heroes and a central character but he also brings he plur, uh the word is pro- proliferize i guess right. he uses the n-word a lot in his dialogue he sure does for sure. More than anybody. More yeah. than anyone. The, the, it is ridiculous how much he uses it. So it's just, you can you don't have to lay it on that thick. Gotcha. The issue. gotcha. Ah, it's just overkill. Okay. It's overkill. It's like if you say it once or twice, that's a, a, a factor. And I, I understand what some people may say because there was always, I don't know if you remember this, Roger, there's like some people had that campaign of, well, we're going to say things that will make it so uncomfortable that nobody will say it anymore. Right. You know, those kinds of, yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, thinking that. or I've psychology. Heard that many times, yeah. of, let's do this until people just don't think we should do it anymore. Well, I, if I'm not mistaken, the word is used now by African-Americans because they, they took the word back and they feel empowered by using the word because you're not going to just use it 
for to just to put me down, I get to I get to tell you how I want to. And use that's it, a right? whole. I'm, that's a whole. I'm just saying. Thing. I, this is what I, I've heard many conversations. Right, and that's a whole other thing too right. because it's then the word, it's a term of endearment. It's it, black people own that. We've taken ownership. Right, of it. right. And that, yes, that's what I've heard. That's true, but it's to the point now where everyone says it. Mm. Well, yeah, and I, I've, I don't. Like I've it. had I'm walking down the street and I'm looking at you know kid people, a group of people with. No black people in it, and they're just—they sound like a rap group. If you had blinders on, you're—you're well. Who are these people? Right. You look and you're like, oh, okay. And it's to the point now where people don't even feel they're offending. Not only that, they don't even realize they're doing it, and Mm -hmm. they don't realize they're doing it. So there's times where I've been, you know, hanging out, and even we work with kids. Yeah. They're all Hispanic kids, and they that drives me crazy. And I look right. They say it, and then a couple of them will go. Coach Les is right here. All right. And they'll look and right. they'll be like, oh, and I'm like. Yeah, I know. I've seen it. I've seen you. I've seen just, the look, I of, just shake my head I've seen the look like, of disappointment in I your face. I just shake my head and I go, really? And some cases I, I kind of confront them. Yeah. It's. Depends on how old they are. It depends on how old they All are. Right. It's, it's they just. Should, yeah, no better. All right. I just wanted to see because I know yeah. this is a very polarizing issue. For but he, Tarantino does. Not just use certain words a million times, and he's over the top, like you said. He does that with violence too. So you've seen his. He is over the top. That's why I can. That's why for me it doesn't bug me. Okay. Uh, you can see some, and and this battle is fought everywhere. I'm, Samuel L. Jackson is constantly under fire right. every time he's in a Tarantino movie. People come at him all the time. Spike Lee bashes him. Denzel Washington couldn't stand, can't stand Is that right? Quentin Tarantino. Oh, Tarantino, yeah, yeah I know that. Yeah. And in, even him and Samuel L. Jackson have worked together in certain things with Spike Lee, and it's like, you can tell there's something there. Some animosity? Not not that much. It's more like, why are you with that guy? Why wow. are you, you know, one of those, what you doing over there? Maybe he's you with know? him because he, he his best acting yes, is with is him. with him, <laughs> and that is true. Yeah. Most of Samuel L. Jackson, and we've talked about yeah, it, his yeah. iconic roles are, yes, are under Tarantino. the direction of Quentin Tarantino. Right. I, I mean, I, I guess the NAACP probably shouldn't have given him an image award. but well, They got a lot of backlash for it's, it, it. It's balls for them to do it. It's ballsy for them yeah. to do it, and then that's where... You, it, we could go in so many different directions. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm digressing. But, slope, you know, we've, I say this all the time. It's just you slide one way, then you slide another yeah. way. You know, you're just trying to catch all kinds of lightning and bottles here and there. It's just all over the place. Yeah. You can, you can bring up one point and then we're gone off in another direction. Yeah. It's just really tough because the man does make good movies. The man makes art. Pretty much, yeah, and, and I'm that. sure he's not racist, you know, in deep down inside. Maybe no. should he use these words this not often in his films? Probably not. And, and maybe in his defense, that's the reflection of what probably really goes on. We're here in California. See, that's yeah. we, we are hanging out in in Oklahoma. We're not hanging out in New York. Yeah. We don't know how it is in Massachusetts. We have no idea what's going on in Idaho. See, that's the question I have Who's with, for you: is that is he wrong in his? That's, that's what I. That's, in, in, in it all comes down. Yeah. And you don't have to answer. You, it, maybe there's not an answer to it. You know, I don't know if I, he's don't wrong know. in that. I don't know. I just know that people. His movies get he has the platform, mm-hmm. and at some point, like we said before, it's one thing to say the n word for shock value. It's another thing if it's just a, a every other word. Yeah, uh, you're right. Like in a hateful eight, it's every other every word, other and word. there's only 
like three black people in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. And one of them it makes is me, just it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, and one and one mm-hmm. character is just constantly being hit with that word. Oh God! So you're like. Uh, enough is enough, man. Leave it alone. Yeah, he, right. We get it. He's the only black dude on screen at this point, and he's Beating shooting everybody. Right. So you probably—that's probably why he started shooting everyone in the first place. <laughs> yeah. He kept hearing the n-word. Gets like, tired it. of it. I'm gonna kill everybody in the room. Yeah, like his other character talks about killing everybody in the room. Oh, Sam Jackson and Quentin Tarantino. So the, the, this is the discussion <laughs> that comes out of shows like Dear White People. So right. this is the kind of thing that conversations start. And you know what? Maybe they're doing it the right way. I remember Richie wrote the email, uh, sent the voicemail about people using uh, entertainment to get yeah, the political men- yes, yes, political things. But this is exactly what it is. Yeah, and I don't mind it coming from a show like that. Yeah, the title and is Dear we don't, White People. We don't need yes. it from <laughs> the, the next Avengers movie. Guardians of yeah, the Galaxy or the Justice League. No, I understand. Yeah, how about a, how about, E-Man better not politicize. Well, how, about in, Black, how about if Black Panther does? But it won't. It won't. Black Panther is... It won't. it won't. If there's anything, what it does do is the nation of Wakanda is supposed to be separated from the world. They're an advanced civilization. It's Atlantis. They interact with the world, but they're like, we don't, we don't want the corruption of yeah. outsiders in here. Gotcha. And you know what? There's a lot of countries that... Are, isolationism is a big thing. So it's, I don't think it's going to be one of those pro... We're pro-black in like the Black Panther, I, from what I'm, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, no, no. the title in the book came out before the actual Panther Party came out. Is that right? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm not mistaken. I didn't know that. I think they took it, it. It, it. You can fact check me. I am not averse to being wrong, people. I don't know. We I always like say it. Corrected. We are probably wrong majority of the time. <laughs> I, you know what? If if I I learn something new when someone says, "Hey, you're kind of off here," so I'm okay with that. Just say it nicely. I've had people not. You're wrong. Okay you're wrong. wrong. Yeah. yeah, wave your finger. Wrong. You're wrong. Your orange toupee. Yeah. Oh, we're getting political. Sorry. All you are <laughs> is fake news. Hey, alternative you said facts. isolationism, all right? He, you're he wrong. Wants to do that. My first 100 days, A. plus. Yeah, he said very productive. Very productive. <laughs> oh, let's not get into him. No, no. All right, so on. this was a good discussion. Thank you for answering the question. I appreciate yeah. it. Yes. And uh, we forced him on the soapbox. Let's, let's get back on to the geekdom. Let's do it. You know? But I like when we talk about this kind of shit. No, yeah. it's, good. it's and, good. And everybody here is everyone who listens, every Sith head out there, you understand the the reason we do this because you all bring these things up anyway. It's just natural discussion. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, absolutely. Let's hope so. Speaking of shows that are on Netflix, yeah. I finished Breaking Bad. Bitch, bitch, little bitch. I made you my bitch. Jesse. Bitch, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Jesse. Bitch. Wow. Okay. Cool. What did you? Well, let's not spoil it because there uh, we. Oh come on! No, no. Hold on. Hold on. I did find out there's a couple people out there that haven't seen it yet. Unbelievably, there's a few people out there haven't seen a lot of stuff. So I'm I'm gonna let you spoil it right now, but I'm gonna do a spoiling spoiler warning. Okay. So if you don't want to know what happens at the end of Breaking Bad, then in five seconds, forward it about two three minutes. We're not gonna talk long. No. no. So five, four, three, two, one. Jesse's dead. I wish. Oh, how can you want Jesse dead? Fuck him. He's the reason everything went fucking wrong. I love Jesse. Fuck him. Don't be a bitch. Fuck him and fuck his wife. Or not or not wife. his wife, uh, Walter White's wife. Oh, fuck, fuck her. her. Fuck, fuck her. And I, then, I'm down with that. And fuck then, her. And then the third thing that needs to fuck off is Hank's, uh, Hank's uh, physical therapy issues and all that shit. 
fucking useless. You you, you yeah, want to talk about we didn't need filler that, filler portions of episodes? That that was filler. I was like fucking a. I understand he's important <laughs> for the for the later part, yeah. but that part I'm like I don't give a flying fuck. Yeah, he was... you you could have put him in the hospital for that whole time, and then he comes out out of a coma or something, and I would have been fine. Um, but besides that, it was a great show. You uh, think it ended well? Yes, yes. You got um, everything you wanted out of it? Well, besides, um, uh, was it Jesse not dying? Um, no. You and your bloodlust. Well, no, no. That motherfucker ruined everything. If he would have killed him sooner, he would have made all his money, kept all his money. The show wouldn't have been as good if he wasn't in it. If Walt would have killed Jesse? Or, 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 or let him die or something. It, yeah, I, I, and the I great still, part of this story is that Walt has a heart and he I sees don't know Jesse. Why, because though. he's a good human being deep down inside. The problem he is, sacrificed everything, everything for his kids and Jesse. I know, but the problem but, is, is Jesse, Walt can never convey that to Jesse. No. It gets lost. That's why but Jesse. But he loves Jesse. Gets, that's why Je- exactly. But that's why Jesse has that sense of screw Walt. Yeah, Heisenberg's a dick to me. He's thought he's taking this from me. That right. I'm over all of this. Exactly, and that's the problem. Things have been, and even Hank says that he's all. You know, he cared about you. Yeah, yeah. He he truly. He and truly I, and cared I did, about and, you. And I know that, but but he must know at any point if he would have killed him sooner, he'd had he the cancer would have killed him, and then uh, he would have lasted longer. He would have had a boatload of money, much more than he lost. And he probably would have made more, and his stress would have been a fraction of what it was. So, fuck well, that's Jesse. true. You're 100 percent true, but it comes back to that he was a good human being. At the end of the day, Heisenberg really didn't win. It was Walter White that won. Yes, Walter White came out at the end, not Heisenberg. Even though he did touch his his equipment when he was, you know, dying. Oh, you know, it's like in the final episode. He's like, uh, when she says, "Don't, don't say," or when his wife says, "Don't say you did it for us." He's like, "No, I did it for me." I was alive. I was. Ex- I, I, I That's was true. happy. He did, and, and he was, and he preferred to be Heisenberg. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He, he got it. off on it. He yeah, really. He yeah. got off on it. Yeah, well, yeah. When, when he says "say my name," he's like "fuck yeah, bitch, fucking say it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, it's a great show. His wife's a bitch. Yes. Fuck her. Yeah. Fuck God. You. So I don't even. I didn't even hate Lori that much. And she and she. Oh Lori. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck Lori. But uh, what's her name? Skyler. <laughs> Skyler. Fuck her. Fuck that bitch. She cheated on him. She doesn't get what the fuck he's doing. I, I understand that he, he kept things from her for a long time. But once he explains... Who are you talking to right now? Who is it you think you see? Do you know how much I make a year? I mean, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going into work? A business big enough that it could be listed on the NASDAQ goes belly up. Disappears. It ceases to exist without me. No, you clearly don't know who you're talking to. So let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. She still doesn't get him. Like, you fucking... But she got herself a new fucking car. I saw that shit. <laughs> yeah, bitch. She took that fucking money. <laughs> This Fuck is what's her. great about this show. It brings out emotions. Fuck her. Yes. But yeah, okay. no, but it, right. it was a great show. Great show. Great show. I'm, I'm glad I finally saw it. I'm kind of sad that it was only five seasons, but you know, it, it is a great show. I asked yeah. you, do you think it was the best show that you've ever seen? And you couldn't really answer that I question. couldn't know because, I don't know. It's I, a hard I, question. Yeah, I've, I've never really found a show where I'm just like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Game of Thrones is great, but I'm not as attached as you are where... 
you you know uh, the, the 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 red wedding happens and you're like fuck this I'm fucking out. Well, you know so why? Weird. You know why? Because we talked about this because yeah. you binged it exactly. Yeah. We lived it. I did. Yeah. We lived week through that week. shit yeah. week to week. Episode. I did feel. I did yes. feel what you guys felt when I when yeah um, the the no. Well, come on. No, you you can't. That's a big one. <sighs> That's a big spoiler. Buddy. All right, fine. Okay, when, well, we know what you're talking when about. When we finally find out who uh, Negan gets with Lucille, uh, but but having to wait a whole season break to to see that when we just see what happens, yeah, I was yeah, I, I was pretty pissed. I was like, that's not enough. I need more. I need to know who the right. So we live through that. So yeah. the red wedding happens. Not saying what happens in the red wedding, but the red wedding happens, <laughs> and I have to wait another. Well, I don't. I don't think that happened in the very last episode, but having the episode before the last. Mm-hmm. But we had to wait it a whole season to see the about the revenge wait, factor. Yeah. What's going to happen? You had to wait like a year. It was a long. Yeah, it was nine you, months. That's or what something. Game of Thrones does. You have to wait a year. Mm-hmm. You don't get to binge it because it's yeah. not on Netflix. If you have HBO Go, you can. I binge. You're on demand services that dominated my month. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't get. To so that's why it was hard on us. You know what I mean? No, no, I get it. Yeah, no, I get it. Same thing with Breaking Bad. If you if you watched it episode episode, you were like you're. Yeah. Pins and needles. Well, yeah, no, like the the the, the fucked up one was when when the uh, the white supremacist guys are there, and you don't know if Hank is dead, or or right. or, or, or in the shootout, what happens to uh, Hank or, uh, and, and and Steve Gomez? So you're just like, what? And then the episode ends with like gunfire. I'm like, that's fucked up. Next episode, <laughs> right? Pop e- that shit right now. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you have the choice of going. Pop that next one in, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, for it, shows it, like Lost for us, like Lost, we were on pins and needles. Uh, True Detective for me. Yes. True Detective is one of the greatest shows that I've ever seen. I still have to see that one. But I can't put it up there with Breaking Bad or Lost or the other shows that I've watched because it was so short. It was seven episodes or eight episodes. Mm, yeah, that's rough. They just rocked it. Yeah, they did rock it. Yeah, the thing it, about Netflix too, though, you can actually tell them not to play the next episode because it'll just roll right away. It sure will. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it'll right, be like, yeah. next episode in 20 you seconds. Go, bitch, and yeah. that's, that's, really, <laughs> that's why we ended up get, watching Dear White People yes, because it went we, on, five yeah. in a row and it just kept going and we're like, okay, let's just let it go. <laughs> right? yeah. So, so, so there Netflix you go. knows what they're doing. Oh, so, hell yeah. So there's Boo's breakdown of Breaking Bad and our random schmeals. Mm-hmm. Okay, we had a voicemail last week from King Tom. This, this is why you guys need to call us and leave hotline messages and email us right. because the things that you are asking for is actually fucking happening. Mm-hmm. So King Tom, king of all Toms last week, sent us a voicemail about wanting more diversity in storyline for the MCU, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, more cosmic diversity. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. Now we have our first hint at which franchise... Okay, we'll be taking the lead when we get to that diversity because according to Marvel Studios head Kevin Fuge, who sat down with Fandango, and it looks like the plan is for the MCU to give more of a focus to Marvel's cosmic universe. Yes, baby. In phase yes. four. As such, it appears that Guardians of the Galaxy will be playing a big part in setting that whole phase four up. That's amazing. Here's what Fuge said. <laughs> I think it's a little early to know what it's going to look like. I think things are going to look very different at that point. But I think that the early discussion we've had with James, that's James Gunn, that is, mm-hmm. about Volume 3, that's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, that is, and beyond with what we'll call the Cosmic Universe and the Guardians characters 
is very exciting, which is why he signed up and we announced that even before Guardians 2 came out. They're so pumped up about it right. that um, they announced it before Part 3 came out. Part 2 came out. So that's where it's going, King Tom and anybody that's into Marvel Universe. Calvin. They are going to Calvin. They are Calvin, going into the Cosmic movie. Universe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you might. We, you, you, we might. And that's exactly, exactly Marvel Cosmic. Yeah. And that's exactly, I think, what's going to be happening. That, like, this is what the phase is going to be. It's going to be science fiction. So you have Captain Marvel. We might get a Nova. Maybe we might get Adam Warlock in Guardians, of, Guardians 3. We might get Finn and Ray in the next Guardians 7. Marvel can do it. They own the property. Just kidding, yeah, guys. Do. Don't send me messages, please. I'm just fucking around. I'm fucking around. They, they can, could they you imagine could, though? Yeah, could you imagine how pissed? Crossover. But could you imagine how pissed Star Wars fans and Marvel fans? I think they would be pissed. Like if, if, if oh man, if they did a crossover movie, fuck yeah, dude, they, get, they'd be even more at odds than then. Yeah, uh, you got to keep Trekkers those. and Star Wars. Can you fans. imagine? I would, I, I would have never thought that. Oh, oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. They I'm would sorry. be so pissed. Oh, no, no, it's okay. I mean, I get if they. Let's say in context. I would be pissed. I would be pissed. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want no. the Star Wars no, universe and the Marvel. Well, what if they introduce into the Interplanetary Federation, no. the Galactic no. Empire? No. no, this is a, a separate of the fucking thing. Races from Marvel universe. No. No. no, no, God, no, God, please, no, 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 no. Okay. No. There's no not not to say there's no room for funniness, but there's no room for what what, what joke did he have? So you just don't want to you don't want to mix the waters and cross streams, huh? Yes, exactly. I do not want that. Well, you you can't do it anymore. You can't. It it won't even be a possibility anymore because you have Spider Man talking about Empire Strikes Back as a film. Yes. So that's never going to happen. Okay. So let's move on. Ah. Ridiculous, stupid comment I made. Here's a cool thing about Guardians. We'll we'll segue Ah. right into Guardians. It looks like Chris Pratt doesn't want to go anywhere. Obviously, Pratt has reprised his role as Star-Lord for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and will return with his fellow Guardians for the Avengers Infinity War, Avengers 4, and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. But as with the other Marvel actors, his contract only stretches so far. However, Pratt wants to extend his time with Marvel for as long as possible because he's having an absolute blast. And loving the paychecks. And loving the paychecks. So this is what he had to say when he sat down with Slash Film this last week. I'll tell you as much as I love Marvel, it doesn't matter how many I have contracted because I'm going to continue to work on them. Okay? So he's definitely interested in renewing his contract. And they asked him that. Are you, do you want to renew? And he said, totally, dude. I want to. I love working with them. I'm going to continue to work with them whether they like it or not. <laughs> Even if they write me out, I'm going to show up on set and be like, hey, man, they don't get to shake me off. So well, he's getting paid to be well. Yeah, he's getting just to paid. be awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would love it too. Yeah, like we're not gonna get him. He's just some, the shit, dude. We yeah, just we just today before we thing. recorded this episode, we watched Guardians, first Guardians, and we're planning yes. on getting our tickets for Guardians too. He's so great. He's so funny. He's perfect, man. Yeah, he is. perfect. I just wish he was a little younger so he can be the next Indiana Jones. <laughs> I think he would be perfect for that. And I actually thought they were setting him up for that. Because if you watch mm, Jurassic World, yes, he looks like the he looks like Indy. He's got the little brown yeah. vest. I mean, he just he just looks swashbuckling. He's got the if, hat. If if they would have continued Indiana Jones and not made a young one, and they just continued it on where he's the same dude, and they put uh, Chris Pratt in it, I would have been happy. Oh yeah, I would too. Well, we'll, we'll see what Indy Four is going to be, or Indy Five, Indy Four, right? See, and that's where you get into the problem. Indy Five, Indy Five. But that's where you get into the problem, like you said, where we take forever. You take 15 years, to make a sequel, years yeah. between the sequels exactly and right. years. Exactly. And then all of a sudden it gets announced and everybody's like, I'm excited. And you're like, well, this, this is what we end up stuck with. Sometimes. Right, right. 
So there you have it. There's your Marvel news. And obviously, Guardians comes out this week. And it's going to be a great, hopefully great. Rotten Tomatoes already has 86%. Not that we abide by Gar- <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Because The Circle got 26%. We still went and saw that dog shit of a movie. Yep. You guys still went and saw the dog shit of a movie. Right. Thanks for telling me. Now I don't have to. Guess. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You don't. You lucky duck. So we got some really cool DC news. Now, it's been... Some good news for DC, right? Over the last month or two about yeah, who's going to be acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, not acting. Who's going to be directing, directing these films? Yeah. Well, I have the ultimate. Quentin. I don't think you guys have heard this. Quentin Tarantino. No. No. But this is pretty big. Okay? Pretty fucking big. Now, the Flash movie has gone through some fucking troubles with their director. They had a director. They had a writer. Wow. They both dropped out. Blah, blah, blah. So an interesting article from LRM.com has some very, very exciting news. You know, Matt Reeves took over for the Batman film, mm-hmm. right, from, obviously, Ben Affleck. Right. Right. And then we have, who do we have doing, oh, my gosh, we have Joss Whedon doing Batgirl. 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 And then we have Nightwing. We have McKay yes. doing Nightwing. Yep. Okay. So The Flash, obviously, has gone through, like I just said, has gone through some trouble. Their director left. They are talking. This article from LRM.com is stating that none other than Robert Zemeckis is being spoken to. Huh. What? Yes. If you don't know who Robert Zemeckis is, he's the main, he's the man responsible for such classics as Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, Castaway, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Needless to say, the prospect has us very, very excited. Yeah. The scoop comes courtesy from the folks of Screen Junkies. Okay, but the article that I read was from LRM. But ScreenJunkies.com had this scoop, and they have confirmed that they are in talks. Wow. Now, that this doesn't mean that he has accepted it, but this is, I mean, just for them to be hitting him up yeah, it means a lot. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yes, it means a lot. Definitely. So, fantastic. I would, can you imagine Robert Zemeckis directing a comic book film and, and having it the flash of all things? Mm-hmm. That's just go ahead, Les. Fuck. You go first, because he can bring the Flash plays with the timelines. Yeah, and he's got Back to the Future. That's what I was pocket. thinking exactly. Yeah, he could do so much. This is, and you know, it's not like he's aged out as far as a director goes. Mm-mm, he right. can. He has so much source material. He can honor things. Yeah, this is. I, I like this pick because I know you. We would like to have the younger up and coming, or the guys who just put out like you know blockbusters or who are able to take small budgets and turn in, you know, big budget films or bi- big grossing films. But Robert Zemeckis is just right. Yes. Yeah, he is. But what do you think? Great. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing with Les, you know, with the timeline and stuff like that. He knows how to how to do time and stuff like that. And the one thing that I'm really liking is that he knows how to do witty comedy and, and have funny moments, which is what um, The Flash has a ton of. You know, his just little, his little quips here, his little funny moments here, you know, where he's, you know, you know, he tells the bad guy, hold this, and then he just fucking punches the shit out of him because the guy, the bad guy didn't know what happened. So that's what I'm looking forward to is him being able to capture the Flash, the one that I know, and still make him a serious character who he's the comic relief, but he knows shit's real. Exactly. So, yeah, so, yeah, so I'm really pumped. I hope they get him. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, that would be it. If they get Robert Zemeckis, I think we are going to have a piece, some peace of mind for DC for the next four or five years. At least, let's yeah, hope so. Right, just peace of mind. Right. I mean, no, no matter what happens to the Justice League, at least lined up, they got a good run of they'll directors. They'll at least be able to make shorter movies. <laughs> That's right. Ah. Who wants those three-hour movies? Hey, man? as long as I'm entertained, my ass is in a chair. We're good. 
Yeah. I can't sit in a chair that long. Uh, That long, yeah, I don't know. I'm good. My ass in a chair that long gets numb. Yeah, me too. (laughs) My ass is numb right now. (laughs) Not my cheeks. Wow. Yeah. So, (laughs) I'm just kidding. So there you go. There's your DC. There's your Marvel. We have some Star Wars news. Not a lot, but we do have some. Do you speak bocce? Of course I do, sir. It's like a second language to me. I'm as fluent in bocce. All right, shut up. What about Spanish? Spanish? Yeah. Uh, do you uh, speak Spanish? Uh, I, uh, I am C-3PO, human cyborg relations, and am fluent in over six million forms oh, of... Comp- oh, in este clase nosotros hablamos en español. Bueno? Bueno. ¿Cómo te llamas? Me llamo... Sí? C-3PO. Sí. Bueno. No, no. C-3PO. Sí. Tripillo. Sí. C-3PO. Sí. Mira. Tripillo. No, I'm saying my name begins with the letter C. En este clase hablas en español. ¿Entiendes? But... Siéntate. But... Tripillo. Ándale. Ándale. Uh... Hey, Arturito. En español, por favor. We have a release date for episode nine. Mm-hmm. All you Star Wars fans already know this. StarWars.com reported that Colin Trevorrow's directed film will be released on May 24th, 2019. This is a big deal because it's not going to the December. It's, we're jumping to May now, like the original trilogy was back in the day. Mm-hmm. And by the way, May the 4th is coming up, guys. That's in, right. In advance, happy Star Wars Day to you all. Mm-hmm. It's my niece's birthday. Yeah. So happy birthday to Kenna. I bought her a really cool uh, I Am a Princess golden. Remember those golden books that had the golden, the kid yes, books that had the yes. golden uh, border thing? Yeah. I got her one today. I Am a Princess, and it's a Princess Leia. Wow. Yeah, very cool. That's pretty cool. And yeah. she asked, who's that? She will not, or I'll take it back. <laughs> I asked her, did you want any Star Wars gifts? And she said, no. <laughs> she said, give me a gift card. She literally said, give me a gift card. Oh, smart kid. Yeah. I will not get her a gift card. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, this is May, May uh, 24, 2019. I really like the holiday Christmas feel me that we too. got with Force Awakened and that we got with Rogue One, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that in uh, December? December as well? Yes. yes. Yes, it was. So, I was really hoping that they just keep this trend so every Christmas time, holiday time, we'd have you know, Star a Star Wars, Wars movie, film. Yeah, I thought yeah. that'd be really cool, but I guess that's not going to happen. No. So there you have it. But isn't there a significance in that date? Well, I know that the original film came out May 25th, 1977. So I would, yes, I guess it is. I mm, guess it is. That's as close as they could possibly get. Yeah. And, you know, if it means May 24th, that means it's really going to come out May 23rd on Thursday, that's right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, that's what we all, all going to see, see it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. The, yeah, they, they the, want, that day is for others. Right. Exactly. And so that, yeah, there you go. That's probably why. Okay. So there you have that. But that, you know, uh, one thing I thought about that when I saw that is uh, it kind of makes me nervous as far if they continue the trend of having it on in on, on May or, or early summer, because usually that's for company's uh, biggest release is then. That's that's their boom movie, the movie that's going to, you know, hopefully make a billion dollars. Yeah. The one thing I liked about having it in December, they dominated the holidays. Well, you know that why, you know why also they dominated? Because... Nothing was there. Well, because nothing was there only only because they knew that Star Wars was coming out. A lot of movies pushed their they 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 threatened to come out at the same time. Yeah, but they yeah but they we, pushed they're, it back or pushed play, it forward. Yeah, they're playing chicken at that point. And they'll do the same exact thing with Star Wars. They will. Yeah, but the 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 thing that made me nervous is that um they might be throttling down a bit on the Marvel movies. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. They don't want to compete with themselves. Exactly. So so gotcha. when it was in December, they dominated December. Summer's over. Star Wars time. Great. Ooh. Awesome. It, summertime to me was Marvel movies, you know, uh, science fiction. Yeah, or, or, I see what you're saying. Or, or happier science fiction. Well, you it's know, stuff always like summer that. season. That so makes sense. Was, but that might actually help with winding down the phases of the Marvel films. That's what I'm afraid of. No, but winding it down so much that they're going to speed up Star Wars and slow down Marvel. Well, that's that's, fine, that's my fear. I, mean, I know, but I you know, that. I liked I I liked it when they were on separate way separate dates because you could have yeah I know full full throttle Marvel time and full yeah throttle you want you want you want to have your own yeah I okay. I, 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 I want my okay. cake and eat it too absolutely yeah no no I understand yeah that's fine so that's the you know, whole that makes I'm total sense I'm, hopefully that's wrong I'm wrong and I'm and I'm just you know worrying about nothing well I I can tell you one thing if this move well it's definitely not going to do as well as Force Awakens that's an impossibility for episode. Eight, nine, eight, eight, even eight. Eight's yeah. coming out. When is, yes. is eight? Eight's coming out in December, though, right? Yeah, it is. Yes, it okay, is. okay, okay. All right, let's. You want to get into some voicemails? Let's do it. Well, let's just let's get into uh, Richie's voicemail. All right, Richie has a voicemail, and he titled it Schmeels, which I love. Thank you, Richie. Great title. Uh, so, Richie from Boston, the king of Boston. <laughs> let's listen to your uh, voicemail. What's up, Sith heads? This is your buddy, Richie. Guys, I got some seriously fucking random schmeals for you this week. So, first of all, I want to thank my buddy, Les, for his recommendation of the Kingdom Come series from DC. That is absolutely fantastic. I'm loving it so far. I managed to pick up a couple of graphic novels this week and just kind of flip through some shit. And I was actually happy that I was able to pass on some of my own knowledge to the fucking comic book guru himself. I was like, hey, Les, you know there's some fucking serious He-Man comics out there? And and really, really happy to do that. So I was like, I felt almost accomplished to something. And so I did that because I was a little pissed off at The Walking Dead. As you guys know, I'm kind of binge-watching it, so I'm ha- about halfway through season six at this point, so I'm almost caught up, but I was watching it the other day, and Glenn died, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know, Glenn's like my favorite character, and they did that callback right in the middle of that episode, where they're leading the walkers away from the quarry, and Glenn and Rick are talking to each other on the walkie-talkie, and Glenn goes, just be careful out there, you idiot. And it was a perfect callback to when Rick was trapped in the tank in Atlanta in season one. And I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Like, this shows how much growth that this character has had. And that's why I fucking love Glenn so much. And so when he died, I was like, fuck this. This fucking shitty. This sucks. I started Googling the actor, seeing what he's doing these days. And, um... Turns out, he's the voice actor for the Red Paladin on the new Voltron. So I pop over to Netflix and start checking some shit out. Guys, Saturday morning cartoons are back. Holy shit. The Netflix, they got fucking the real Ghostbusters. They got the new Voltron. They got Voltron from 1984. They got fucking He-Man and She-Ra. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like, I sat down... It was actually Sunday morning because I had a busy Saturday. But Sunday morning, I sat down with the kids 
and we watched all of my cartoons, and the kids fucking loved it. So I got back into The Walking Dead again last night. I cranked out three more episodes as I was doing some estimating. And, um, well, wouldn't you know, Glenn comes back. And halfway through through season six, turns out the guy that was being eaten was the guy that was on top of Glenn, and he just kind of rolled out of there, and I was so fucking excited. I was like, this is great. And then the first time I get mentioned, or I hear mention of the word Negan, I know you guys have been talking about this guy. I don't listen to your Walking Dead segments much because I'm trying not to be spoiled, but first time I hear the name Negan in the show was that scene with the fucking bikers at the beginning of one of the episodes and Daryl shoots the fucking rocket launcher at him. Like, this is fucking fantastic. So now I've put Kingdom Come down for a little bit. I'm kind of dropping the cartoons and I'm going to crank this fucking show out and try to catch up. But I told you, I had some random fucking schmeals this week. All right, guys, take care. All right. Richie, you are, let me tell you, you're the man. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you, you, are. Don't, you don't need me to tell you that, but you're the man. And thank you for that voicemail. Uh, Les, you want uh, to you know, talk? Yeah, it was a surprise. He, uh, we were uh, going back and forth uh, through the Twitter chats. And he's like, yeah, there's He-Man stuff out there. And I'm like, no way. So He-Man was one of my favorite toys when I was a kid. I had Castle Grayskull. It was the biggest surprise. I had that bitch, too. Biggest surprise for me in Christmas of my youth. What do we have here? It's Castle Grayskull. And it's mine. Not so fast, Beastman. He-Man! You can pit He-Man against Beastman playing for the power of Castle Grayskull. You have to put the castle together. Beastman's escaping. What's wrong, Dad? Dad, you saved the castle. Castle Grayskull from the Masters of the Universe collection. He-Man and Beastman each sold separately from Mattel. That one and... What was it? The Sega Genesis. When I got a Genesis oh, for Christmas one year, that was Sega. a big surprise. Sonic but the Hedgehog. My dad completely surprised me with the full set Castle Grayskull. Yeah, love, love He-Man. Um, that's why when we talked about it in the show that they're going to put a movie together. Oh, uh, that's awesome. I cannot man. wait. I'm glad you're binge-watching Walking Dead, by the way. Yes, yes. we're very glad you are. We're, uh, you've gone through a lot. You're doing you're the up. You're, you're, doing, doing, you're going through the up and downs. Yes, right now. you're going through it all. Everyone else's Dean was going through the up and downs too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, all, yeah, yeah everyone's you know. gone through it all. So, yeah, just hang in there. And by the way, done. Saturday mornings have come back, and that new Voltron is the shit. When I found out Glenn was the voice of the Red Lion, yes. I was very very excited. And they have the old Voltron. Now I want to see if they have the other Voltron too, the one with the hundred. Well, that, that's I think that would be part Voltron of it. Two, wasn't it? Because if you get the eighty four series, then you get you go all the way through to uh, the car lions. They were called the car lions. Yeah, the, the car lions. There were cars. Yeah, yeah there were cars. I used to watch that show when that too. one first came on. I, oh, I, I so badass. That freaked me out though. Yeah, why? I was because I was a kid and I didn't realize that that's what happens. That adults run the show. Oh, and okay. That they can change things whenever they want. So when your Voltron of the lions. Is now replaced by people. Well, they were no, 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 no. You're mistaken, my friend. They weren't replaced, if I remember correctly, as a child. Well, they had a crossover. They did have a crossover, and they they would come on one after right after each other, the shows. Okay, so it was that's right. Yeah, they were in a different universe. Because I remember they definitely had a crossover of Voltron, where Voltron one and Voltron two. Yes, where the car Voltron was getting his butt kicked, and you know they're going to they're doing the cockpit shots, and like, have we put out the call to the lions? 
Yes, that's right. And then they're like, they're busy too. Yeah. And then it was like, and that Voltron was getting beat up. And by the way, so, for, for yeah. everybody at Celebration, um, I don't know if you know this, but they had Voltrons all over that fucking place, fucking teasing me. Ask Haas, ask Boo, ask Johnny, <laughs> right? Yeah. They were teasing the shit out of, out of me because Voltron, for some reason, was popping up everywhere. Okay, and they also were teasing Johnny with Optimus Prime because really? there was Optimus Primes and, and, and Transformers everywhere, too. Really? Yeah. So yeah, if, if there was a toy, it was there. Yeah, that's true. But there wasn't a lot of different other to- no, toys. No, no, but, but there was more than I thought there would have been. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. But Voltron, I found like four or five of them. Yeah, yeah. The only he, problem he was, was watching four you the or five hundred bucks. Well, what what also is cool about Richie's voicemail is that his children now know. Yes, so his children can watch. Pass He's it able on. to pass Richie, the torch on and be like, on. but they're gonna yeah. say, "Dad, this is a ripoff of Power Rangers." No, I will kill you dead. I think, I mean, let's just say <laughs> his his kill you dead. He's got a good thing going over there. Yeah, let's we're safe with that. Yeah, and that's awesome too. That's really cool because Shiro is actually a solid cartoon. Also, Shiro was cool. I used to watch it just to watch it, but it was Shiro awesome. was cool. Well, Richie, thank you so much. That was an awesome, awesome voicemail. Keep them coming, man. Mm-hmm. Keep them coming. Now we have a email from the man that we call the King of All Toms. Mm. Yes, which is. King Tom. Now, King Tom puts it out there. I'm curious how you guys think the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 will lead into Infinity War. Other than the trailers, I know nothing about Guardians, so I'm really looking forward to it. But I don't know how all the pieces fit together. Have a great show, King Tom. So, last and boo, I'm going to leave this to you. How are the, And I asked you guys earlier when we were watching Guardians, yeah, yeah. who's going, boo, you want to take this one? How do you think the Guardians are going to fit into this whole infinity? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny that, that, that he asked this question today because just today before we started recording, we were watching it, and I, I can't remember if it was you or Raj or Les asked, how are they going to, how are they going to, or no, who's the bad guy? And I said, I think it's going to be Thanos because we've never actually, we've seen him, but we've never actually seen him be a bad guy yet. You know, we, we we know he's a bad dude, but we haven't seen him do anything bad or him being um, really, uh, re- really do anything. And he is the overall puppet master in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 because he's the one who is telling Ronan, get me the uh, get me the orb that has the purple infinity stone and give it to me. So I, I think in the second one, he's going to be, you guys have, you know, he's going to say you guys have thwarted me once. And because I, I put somebody else to do it, now I'm going to do it by my own hands. You know, like like when he grabs the gauntlet and he says, you know, I'm going to have to do this myself. So I think he's going to be a bad guy, and I think that's the way that they're going to introduce him into into the Infinity War uh, Infinity War landscape. But it's going to be interesting how it, that'll be fine and that'll flow. But it's going to be interesting how the rest of the Marvel universe is going to interact with him. That's the way I think it's going to happen. Okay, bless. What has been happening through all the movies since Age of Ultron has been just these mentions. And actually, even the first Avengers, the Tesseract is an Infinity Stone. Yes. And Thor The Dark World, which is a crappy movie. The second the Thor? Ether, Ether yeah, the second one. The garbage. Ether is an Infinity Stone. Yep. Then you have Guardians. Then you have Age of Ultron. So you have all these Infinity Stones being introduced. And then and, also um, the, uh, the Jewel of... Um, the, the the one that uh, Doctor Strange has the green one yes that's and the Eye of, of Agamotto is there also the it's the time Agamotto, stone yeah. yes mm-hmm. so they're they're being introduced I think what happens is the way Guardians will is showing us is that even though Earth is got their own issues and there's the Avengers fighting their battles and sometimes it spills over 
Well, the Guardians are basically seeing the first wave of all of those machinations. So Thor is seeing glimpses. That's why he had to go off in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. That's why he had to go off and then come back with the mind gym or help with the mind gym for the vision. And then the Guardians are basically just running into the people who are trying to get the stones. So the stones are scattered everywhere. Everyone keeps running into them. The interactions are happening on Earth. I think what's happening is, is Guardians just, the way they'll segue into Infinity Wars, they're going to end up chasing whoever, either chasing Thanos. They're going to find the bad guy that they have to face, who I think is Ego. Oh, baby, how you doing? In, the, in the movie, it's going to be Ego, you know, which I don't know how they're going to pull that off. Does he have the Beyonce Ego song blasting in the background? I think so. Big Ego. Um, <laughs> and I'm snapping my fingers. It, yes. Playing piano, a little piano accompaniment. Love that song. Yes, yeah, a great song. So they're going to go against Ego. I think these are all people in the way of <laughs> Thanos and his, I'll do it myself. I'm just going to go ahead and get all the gems together myself. What I think will end up happening is they'll defeat Ego and then they'll find out we just got to stop Thanos. Where's he headed to? And then Thanos is heading to Earth to collect all the stones. And there you go. They're just hot on his trail. That's ah. it. Well, thank you. That was very descriptive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't everywhere. even have to watch the fucking sh- movie anymore. Sorry. <laughs> I got a, uh, what is that, a synopsis? You, you still got to get the jokes, though. Yeah, I'm not delivering on the music or the jokes <laughs> nah. at all. And I'm not saying, I am Groot. 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 Oh, yeah, baby Groot. That's right. He's talking to Yeah. <laughs> all right. So thank you, King Tom. Thank you for that message. Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we, um, we, I think we're done here. Oh man, what do you think? I think we actually answered King Tom's question for this one time. for the first. I think time. for once. Yeah. Oh man, I feel really good. <laughs> I hope we did. I, I hope we. Did. He's like, no, guys. He's like, you know what? I'll asking. talk to you later. Oh, you know what? I have some good news. Mm. Some positive news. We are thinking about, and well, well, definitely thinking about it. But we're kind of like pushing the, pushing the buttons here to Ooh. try to go to New York for New York Comic Con. Les isn't going to go it's to gonna this be either, re- right? No, if you guys, I will find a way. Really? We wow. Love, we would Holy love for you to shit. be there, Les. Wow. I will, I am, I'm trying to, we have a lot of shit going on this year. A lot of, there's a lot of weddings to go to, a lot oh, of traveling. I might be going to Australia. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So there's a lot of shit going on, but I'm trying to push this. And I saw my wife look up flights the other day without me even asking. Well, she so loves this, New York. So, she does yeah. love New York. She does love New York. So I would love to go because I want to meet all the people on the east side mm-hmm. that please I don't haven't hold met. Us to this. Right? <laughs> please don't hold us to this. Yeah, please, hold you. But if it goes down. You know, if it goes down, we'll definitely at I'm least... I'm going to find a way. At least, the way I can try to sell this, at least yes. one day, one night, go to Comic-Con New York and then hang out with everybody, party with everybody. Would love to go. Con the fuck out. Yeah. Hang out with Mr. Grasso. Hang out with Ollie. Hang out with Colleen. Hang out with... Uh, Rebecca, mm-hmm. uh, I'll hang out with John. I think the guys that I haven't is, met on is that Emily side. in New York also. I don't think I don't know where Emily's at, but I would love to hang out with. Her. I think she is going. I hope she's going. That would be great. Hawes has to come up though. He has to come up. From Hawes, would, it would be great. It would be great. He's got to come up there. Speaking of those guys, guys, if you haven't listened to their podcast this week, the Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winter podcast. This last episode was fantastic. Blue Harvest was fantastic, mm-hmm. and podcast out there and, and by the way the bad motivators fantastic right. but there's even a newer podcast out there with our girl colleen oh she has a podcast boo i don't know if you know this i did not yeah she has a podcast it's called amateur pod oh. and it's with her and her friend andrew and you can find it on itunes you can find it on all the other platforms listen to it it's awesome they do kind of like what we do they shoot the shit and talk star wars and talk disney and 
talk all kinds of cool stuff. Very cool. So it is called, again, the Amateur Pod. Check it out. That's all right. Awesome. Cha-ching. I just cha-chinged you. Yeah. Got cha-chinged, people. You got cha-chinged. That's an honor. Colleen. Yeah. It's an, it is, it's an honor. Yeah. So definitely check them out. So yeah, that's uh, wraps up uh, this episode. So we're really excited about Guardians. Yes. Excited about coming on and coming back and talking to you about it. Cool thing is we're going to have, our lineup is going to be pretty good. We're going to have soon, we're going to have Mr. Mike Moneybags Pappas, Pappas on our show. We're also going to soon have Mr. Hazi Haas Burkhart on our show. Nice. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. And by oh, the way, Haas, I apologize for that horrific uh, impression of you. <laughs> he must have loved it. Oh, you didn't see what he put? No. He, he said that I sounded like Yogi Bear. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. Let's one. go get ourselves some fucking picnic baskets. Holy shit. Oh, you, oh wow. That's your boo is doing Yogi. That, yeah. Boo boo is doing yogi. I think I, I think I just broke the space time continuum. Right <laughs> you now. did. Holy shit! You're so I to get a job, aren't you? Yeah. Plays <laughs> Yogi Bear in the next Yogi Bear movie. Hey, I would fucking love. That'd be it. ironic. Boo boo plays Yogi. <laughs> Chili Stone Park. So I apologize, Haas. I apologize. And yeah, so we're gonna have a we're gonna have some good uh, people on. Hopefully, we'll have King Tom on soon. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, King Tom. Yeah, we got to set that I up. Need to get graceless with I need his presence. Tom to break his theories down. The problem is, I'm going to have to have that royal song theme throughout the whole show. How am I going to do that? How every is gonna t- every time we say his song or his Are name, we have to say my lead. Yes. Yes. Yes, my lord. Yeah. With my your lord. leave. Yeah. <laughs> get him some more wenches and wine. Nice. I beg your pardon. Mm-mm. Is that your? Sounds like a Game of Thrones. There. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Is that what you're attempting? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're done. So, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 38. We really appreciate it. We'll be back on the airwaves for episode 39 very, very soon. And till then, we will see you on the Sith List. <laughs>